The following podcast contains explicit language. If that offends you, thank you for stopping by, but maybe this podcast isn't for you. If that sounds like an invitation, welcome. Welcome to episode three of Abs the Podcast. I'm your host, Kip Hallett. Joining me today is Kayla Madison. Kayla, how are you? Great, Kim. How are you? You're doing so, so well. It is a pleasure to have you on today. Thanks. I've already told you that when you arrived, but it is an absolute pleasure. It's literally an honor. I'm like, I wouldn't want to be on my first podcast with anyone else. Thank you so much. That, that means the world. It means the world. That's all I got to say. In this podcast, Kayla, do you know the premise? Would you like to explain to the listeners what this podcast is? On this podcast, we're going to be ranking abs. Yeah, we are. Ranking abs, comparing abs to Mr. Taylor Lautner himself. Which, but Taylor Lautner specifically when? Specifically in New Moon of the Twilight Saga, which as if you know me, you know that's my favorite saga of all of them. Um, all of the sagas. All of the sagas, you know. Twilight is the one. So yes, uh, every week for 50, for fifty two weeks, I will be we I with your host Kip Hallett with a different guest every week. Some repeats. Kayla, I assume will be back at some point. I hope to be. It's a pleasure. Uh, I will be ranking different celebrity abs as they compare to Taylor Lautner from New Moon in two thousand nine, uh, and um, that's just it, it'll be on a scale. It'll be from one to fifty two, and at fifty two, we stop hard quit. With the hope of having episode 52 be co-hosted by Taylor, Taylor Lautner himself. I'm going to have him on, so you have that to look forward to. Okay, so... Twilight Wolf King. Wolf King. Twilight Wolf King. So we are just going to get right into it. You're walking through the woods at night, and everything's pitch black except for the flashlight on your phone. Before you, there's a path that leads you deeper into the woods where your friend's cabin awaits. You've been there before, never at nighttime. Do you keep walking or do you call a friend? To be honest with you, Kip, I would never be in that situation in the dark. Okay. So I would be on the phone, you know, with a friend. Okay. Tell you that. I would not walk into that by myself. Call your friend. I'm calling the friend. Before venturing off into the dark on your own, you decide to call your friend to see if they can meet you. But as you're dialing their number, you realize that you'll have to turn the flashlight off on your phone if you want to reach them. Do you turn the light off and call them, or do you text them instead? You know what? I'm going to turn the light off and call them because our eyes as humans just adjust. <laughs> we just adjust. We just adjust in the light and in the nighttime. Um, darkness in the woods. I can tell you that from personal experience. It's honestly, you can see better without the flashlight on walking through the woods. Don't ask me how I know that. Okay. I, well, I, I won't ask. The I would tell you. But... Listeners, email in. You would tell me if I asked? I would tell you if you asked. Oh, all right. I'm going to ask then. <laughs> how do you, how do you, have you been in the woods at nighttime and you had to see? Did a nice, you know, nature walk in the dark. It was, it was scary and exhilarating and we made it out alive. It was very scary. But, you know. It sounds that way. It, so, it sounds, it sounds like people don't understand that I mean, obviously, this it's not quite the same thrill as like skydiving or bungee jumping, but people don't understand that getting that little adrenaline rush, getting a little, getting a little into it at a nighttime forest walk. Like people think I'm crazy. I want to bungee jump so bad. People think I'm nuts for that. 
So it's like you just got to use once you get a taste for it. Once you get a taste of that adrenaline rush from a from a nature walk in in the dark. Just nine o'clock nature walk in the dark. Mm-hmm. I will tell you though, darkness is my greatest fear though. So oh. I would rather go bungee jumping than walk in the dark again with no flashlight. Darkness really your greatest fear? Like that's the number one. That or death. Well, yeah, but everyone's afraid of dying. But yes, darkness is it gets me. Darkness gets you. I I watched a horror movie the other day, and then on my drive, it's called The Empty Man. It's on HBO Max. Have you seen it? I have not. It starts off really good, then it gets really stupid, then it gets really, really good, and then it ends really stupid. Um, but on the way home, I was like, I was like thinking about the movie, and I was doing that thing where after you watch a horror movie, like you look out the window and you're like, I wonder if I can freak myself out. So I looked out the window and I'm like, I'm just going to try to like, see if I can psych myself into thinking that monster's following me. And it works every time if you get freaked out. And I was certain that when I got home, I was going to die. So I'm not usually scared of the dark, but I I can definitely trick myself into it. Yeah. See, I don't have to trick myself into it. I just am always paranoid. Yes, I suppose I I should have been more understanding of your your situation. So you're going to turn the light off and call them? Yes. Okay. Come on, you're old enough to spend a few seconds in the dark. You think to yourself as you turn off the flashlight on your phone and start calling your friend in the dark. Before the phone even has a chance to ring, you get an error message. No signal. Do you try to text them, or do you start in the path toward the cabin? Okay, am I assuming that they're in the cabin? Um, I guess. I think I think it says something like that, like you're underway at your friend's cabin. I, I doubt you'd be going just to hang by yourself. Right. So, at this point, I wouldn't want to be out in the dark by myself any longer, so I would run to the cabin okay i would get on the cabin porch bang on the door i wouldn't want to be out in the woods by myself for much longer i think that's a smart choice you decide to keep walking well you said running but this is walking you decide to keep walking the faster you get to the cabin the better as you walk you listen to the sound of the crickets and the wind rustling through the trees then you get to a fork in the path and realize that you can't quite remember which way to go Right or left? As I close my eyes, are, are, are say, you picturing this scenario? Scenario, and I want to say, in my mind, right, but I think I would go left. So you're saying left? I'll say left. You'll say left. You said to go left. You're pretty sure this is the right way. But as you're walking, things are getting less and less familiar. Just when you're about to turn around, you think you hear something following you along the path, so you decide to pick up your speed. The path leads to a clearing, and you see two cabins. One of them is painted baby pink, and the other looks very old and worn. Through the windows of both cabins, you can see light, which means they're both occupied. Maybe one of them has a landline I can use, or at the very least, can give me directions, you think. At any rate, You want to get off the path and out of the woods for a bit. Even if the thing following you was just your imagination, you're still a little spooked. Do you go to the pink cabin or the old cabin? I know what I would choose. I immediately know my choice, but... I mean, I want to say the pink cabin because less creepy. But, you know, I'd head for the pink cabin, peek my my little eyes in, and... So you're saying pink cabin? 
based off of these two options, I'll, I'll go with pink. Okay. So I agree with basically every decision you've made up to this point. I would go for that old cabin just because pink cabin is sketch, you know? To have to have two cabins, one is super old and one is oh, one is like nice and baby pink. That's weird. Like somebody like somebody to me that sends obvious signals of that's someone's trying to lure me in there. Okay, that is perfectly fair. I feel like I would have friends that would have a pink cabin though. Yeah, I guess at this well, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Alright, so you're going to the pink cabin. You start to walk in the direction of the pink cabin. You climb the porch steps and knock on the door. A sweet old lady in a nightgown answers the door. Run. Hello there, she says. Hello. I'm going to try to do an old lady voice. Hello there, she says. Why do you look so frightened half to death? Are you okay? Hi, I seem to be a little lost. I was looking for my friend's cabin, and I got turned around. And now my phone doesn't have any service. Do you think I could use your phone? I'm sorry, but I don't have a phone. But I probably have an old map somewhere. I can make some tea for you to enjoy while I look if you like. You look at the other cabin. Maybe they have a phone, you think. On the other hand, tea does sound nice. Accept the tea or decline. Hard decline. I've I don't fuck with old ladies who doesn't have a phone in the in the dark in the woods. Am I allowed to swear? You can say whatever the fuck you want. You don't trust the old lady. Yep. Fuck her. Decline. I'm so sorry, but no. I'm so sorry, but no. I really need to get in contact with my friend, you say, and start to walk away. I'd be careful if I were you, the old lady says, looking up at the night sky. It's a full moon. And those woods, well, you'd better watch out. One day, many, many years ago, my son went into those woods at night, and he never came back. I'll be fine, thanks. Oh, God. You walk away and hear the old woman lock the door behind you. You shudder as you replay her words in, words in your head. Looking up, you see that she was right. It is a full moon. You look at the other cabin and then at the path that leads back to the woods. Hmm, you think. What should I do? Do you try the other cabin, the older cabin, or search for your friend's cabin? Could the old cabin be my friend's cabin? I think you know what your friend's cabin looks like. I think these are two completely unrelated cabins. But I don't know. I'm not I'm not the one walking through the woods in the dark, so put yourself there. She has her she's making faces, she is picturing, she's putting herself in the situation and trying to uh transcend. I guess I would try the other cabin. Okay. Do you have any logic behind that? The thing is, though, I wouldn't trust any. If I'm not going to trust a sweet old lady offering me tea, why would I trust anyone else? Because old ladies are creepy. I guess. Old ladies in pink cabins in the woods are creepy. I don't know. She kind of seems nice now. <laughs> we, we left her in the dust. And she locked that door. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'll, I'll try the other cabin. Try the older cabin. You decide to knock on the door of the older cabin. There's no answer, so you decide to knock one more time. From the other side of the door, you hear the sound of footsteps and a heavy sigh. An old man in a worn-down flannel answers the door. What do you want? He asks. I, um, I was hoping I could use your landline. Don't have one. Go away, he says, peeking around the door suspiciously. You respond. 
please let me come in. Sorry for bothering you. Those are your two options. Oh, sorry for bothering you. Please let me in, or sorry for bothering you. Sir, I'm so sorry for inconveniencing you tonight on this dark full moon evening. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm out of here, dude. Sorry to bother you, you say. As you step off the porch, you can still feel his eyes on you. Hey, kid, the old man says, looking at, looking at you and then up at the sky. It's a full moon tonight. I'd stick to the path if I were you. It's not safe around these parts this time, this time of the month. And with that, he closes the door and locks it behind him. You look up and see that he's correct. The moon is full, which we knew. But it's just the moon. It can't hurt you, right? But if that's the case, then why is it making you so nervous? Forget this place, you think as you decide to walk back to your car. As you're searching blindly through the woods, you hear a howl, and it sounds alarmingly close. You pick up the pace and hope that, that it's just a fox or a coyote. But by the sound of it, that doesn't seem likely. It sounds big. Suddenly, there's a bad feeling in the pit of your stomach, and you freeze. You look down at your feet and see that the path has vanished. You must have accident accidentally wandered off of it while you were in a hurry. And now there's something really big running through the trees, and it sounds like it's fast and coming right toward you. You realize that running is futile. There are only two options. Hide or fight. Based off of what I've been saying now, I'm gonna... It's not gonna be a surprise. I'm gonna say hide. Hide. I'm gonna be hiding behind a tree. Not even gonna think about fighting. I'm gonna sneak off this... this being. And I will hide. You decide to take cover behind a tree and hide from the creature. Well, just like you said, hide behind a tree. This, I think you wrote this. Covering your mouth with your hand. You hope that the thing won't be able to hear your breathing. The beast is so close now. You can hear it growling and sniffing on the other side of the tree. It's too late by the time you realize it can smell you. The towering creature begins to circle the tree. And by the looks of its face and gleaming yellow eyes, it's some kind of wolf. But then you realize it's standing on its hind legs and... Wait a second. Why is it wearing the tattered remains of your friend's shirt? The creature stops in front of you, revealing its razor-sharp teeth in a snarl. In a way, the wolf creature looks familiar, but it can't possibly be. It... <laughs> Pennywise, is that you? In a way, the creature looks familiar, but it can't possibly be. It lunges and starts to tear into you, as you lie dying on the forest floor. The last thing you hear is a blood curling, should be curdling, but blood curling howl, and then everything goes dark. The end. So that's where your story ends. We're calling that canon. We're not going to figure out what happens next. How do you feel? Uh, I feel defeated. I feel like a pussy. No, no, I don't think that should have killed you. I don't think hiding, I don't think hiding was the wrong choice. Because your choices were hide or fight, and if you fight a, a alleged werewolf, I don't think that's going to go well. So I don't know. I don't know what BuzzFeed is thinking. This is a Buzz BuzzFeed creator. I'm sorry. Oh, it's your invention. Obviously, um, I I don't know what BuzzFeed is thinking. Where fight in that situation would have been the right answer, or like the non-death answer. So maybe like going on the on the right side of the path was. Yeah, but I think that no matter what you did, you were going to end up with that werewolf werewolf anyway at some point. So fuck my friend for not giving me a direct address. 
Yeah, that is on him. And why were you walking there? And why why was I by myself in the middle of the woods in the dark finding my friend's cabin? Why was your friend not coming to get you? How far was the walk from where I parked my car to where I ended up in this in this chaos? Were you dressed properly for the hike that your friend was sending you on? What? The, the six-mile uphill hike in the snow? It was in the snow. It wasn't the snow. I'm making that up. It could have been. I We don't know. So I died cold in the snow alone. All right. Well, thank you. So I'm not surprised. But I thank you as well. That's the way that it would have gone. Now, the reason that we did that was because I wanted to put you in the in the mindset of being in the main character of a horror movie. Do you know any other main characters of horror movies that we might be talking about their abs today? Oh, goodness. This, this is a great question. <laughs> you know, I, th- I think I, I want to hear it from your mouth. You want to hear it from my mouth? I have chosen for your episode, specifically, I picked... Because I know you. We are talking about the abs of Bill Skarsgård, a.k.a. Pennywise. I could not be more excited to be Oh, I to talk about Pennywise himself and Please. his abs. I'm, I'm, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for this opportunity because I didn't know I needed it until now, but I do. So Bill Skarsgård. King, as we all know, yeah, a true legend, a true Pennywise legend. A true Pennywise legend is actually I can the stuff that the fact brought him up already. It more than yeah. it. No, that, so for the for the audience, that's not like a crazy coincidence. Kayla says Pennywise to most things that she sees, right? Um, been day to day conversations, and there's nothing wrong with that, as he should. We love Pennywise. It's one of the the it it. Chapter one and chapter two, that it saga. The it saga. The it saga. Although Twilight is still the best saga. Uh and but um the it saga is uh pretty 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 darn near perfect, in my opinion. I mean obviously obviously to each their own, but I love those movies a lot and I know you do. So the so obviously I picked Bill Skarsgård because of your infatuation with Penny, Pennywise because I know you and I care about you so this is where we're going, but I don't think I've ever really asked you where the Pennywise fandom comes from. Like I don't I don't think I like when you was it when you or not I guess not Pennywise but Bill Skarsgård as a man. Do you? So okay all right you know what. Number one, is it, do you find Bill Skarsgård an attractive man? Or is it just that you love Pennywise? So, the love of Pennywise is definitely within the character. So it is, it, it exists independently of Bill Skarsgård. The love of Pennywise from it is separate from the actor. I would say almost, but of course... Pennywise wouldn't be Pennywise without Bill Skarsgård. So, yes, I love Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. Okay. So, they're one and the same, but it's not Bill Skarsgård who I'm in love with. It is, in fact, Pennywise. Right. Okay, so... um. But, yes, he he's a gorgeous man. Couldn't, you know, couldn't think of a better Pennywise. I like him as an actor. This whole gorgeous man thing gets me. You don't think he's gorgeous. He's going to rock and bod, as we can see in this photo. But it's his it, his face really just doesn't do it for him. He's got Pete Davidson, Davidson eyes. 
It's the eyes. It's the eyes. Other than that, I got no problem with the rest of them. Also, you know what? The problem is that he has to compete with his brother. Are you familiar with his brother? No, he has a... a, a he's got his a, family is in acting. Yeah, he's got, like, he's got a pretty large family. This is his brother who played Tarzan. Oh. He does not have the... The eyes. He does not have the eyes. So out of the two... This is by far, in my opinion, the superior man. Superior? I don't know. Alexander's... No, it's face? Oh, well, I just mean, like, looks-wise. Okay, looks, okay. But, yes, in my opinion, and I think he's got a better bod, but he's not on my list of 52. So, that's just a shout-out to Alexander Skarsgård. Shout-out to him. And, you know, as much as we love Bill Skarsgård, you know... Yeah. I just, you can't, I, I can't personally see past his eyes. But we're talking about his abs, so the eyes don't factor in. But, so what was it that made you, like, love Pennywise? And not, it's, it, it's not like, oh, I mean, obviously you really like those movies. But to me, knowing you, the love of Pennywise is independent from those movies as well. Like, obviously it's Pennywise from those movies, but it's like, you don't... It's farther. It goes farther? Like, the love for the... Like, my love for Pennywise goes farther than the movies, as you're saying, yes. Right, right. So, it's like, you have... Like, you when you think of Pennywise, it's like, you love Pennywise, and when you talk about Pennywise, you're not talking about... Like, that's got nothing to do with how much you like those movies. That's got to do with you loving the character Pennywise. Correct. Which... I respect more than anything, and it's one of my favorite qualities that you have, is that you just love Pennywise and will shout his name to the heavens on frequently. So where does that where does that come from? Did you just did you just see the movie and then walk out being like Pennywise is my favorite, or was it like after rewatch you were like he's the best part and I love him, or but because it's not like it's not like you love him as like he's the from my understanding you don't love him as like being like an amazing character which he is but like you don't you don't love him as like oh my god he's like he's like so spooky so scary it's like you love him because like you love him like you want him you want you want a real pennywise um so i will say it was love at first sight it didn't take a few movies it it took my first sighting of him in, in the sewer in the first in the sewer in the sewer for sure definitely even just him saying hi, hi georgie you know from Hiya Georgie. I was thrilled to see him on the screen. Um, just, I don't know. So I'm a big villain fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, you know, I like the villains. I get that. Yeah. So that definitely helped my love of Pennywise because I like rooted for the villain. Not rooted for the villain. I'm Okay. Pennywise isn't even my favorite part of the It movies. It's definitely the children. Oh. So that even tells you how much I really do love Pennywise. Because he's not even my favorite part of the movie. I just think if you've seen it, 2017, um, you will know it's not exactly too scary. It's a little um, comedic in my in my eye. It's it's more fun. It's like it's like Goonies kind of fun. Yeah, the way he dances, like his voice, the way he says things. What he what he says, I could go all day. He's just incredible. I I am also iconic. He he's an icon. He's an, he's an icon. He's an iconic villain. It's and, in our day and age. And I really, obviously, I didn't grow up with the original. Oh, I've never seen it. The originals, um, but oh. 
Well, that's fine. Remember? I, I do remember. Um, I gifted, like, years ago. Years. I gifted a Blu-ray copy of the original It, um, and that is what we were referring to. I don't feel any kind of way about you not watching it yet. I don't care. But, um, well, the thing is, I just, I will someday. You will someday. And you have it. You have it when you're ready. But I, I think... I won't live up to Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. I understand. So. Although, some of that movie does hold up. Like, some of it, it, a lot of it is, like, really bad. Like, really cheesy, really yeah. bad. But some of the stuff is, like, like, some of it is, like, not, like, scary, like, you're gonna be hiding behind your blanket while you watch it. But it's, like, it'll give you, like, a feeling in your gut where mm-hmm. it's, like, that's, like... That's weird. I don't like that. It makes you feel uneasy. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate, but it's um, the look of Pennywise, new Pennywise, twenty seventeen Pennywise, is just I don't I I can't think of a horror villain more iconic than that. Which is a hot take because obviously you have it's a hot take. You have Jason. You have um. Jigsaw. Jigsaw. You have the Predator. You have the Xenomorph. You have, um, you have plenty. The Joker. The Joker. Um, but like when you think of horror, horror movie villains, there's, there are many icons. Yes. I think Pennywise, Alien is my favorite horror movie of all time. Um, and I love the Alien from Alien so much but i think that pennywise that like with the makeup that goes like from his his mouth like up his eyes that looks like scratch oh god it's it's an it's an iconic look and i think especially in like more modern times is like it's more difficult to create an icon like stuff just comes and goes i feel like but the new look for Pennywise, I think, is a modern icon. And I think it's the only modern horror horror icon. I think that's safe to say. I would say so. I can't really think of anyone else, I... nor would I ever compare. Right. <laughs> Naturally. We are recording this before episode two comes out. And episode two was Julia and Nick. Shout out to them. And they had to rank Henry Cavill. Or Superman, if you will. Okay. So they had to rank Henry Cavill, and they ranked him against, obviously, Taylor Lautner from New Moon and Zac Efron from Baywatch. They ranked Henry Cavill number one. So it's Henry, Taylor, Zac. Where do you put Bill Skarsgård? Do I get a comparison? You do. Oh, like, what do you mean? Like, I'd have to see the other guys. Oh, yeah, I can do that for you. So... Yes. Brief moment. Brief moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a bunch of side by sides. Side by side, because in my head, yeah, I need a visual. And I get that. There's nothing wrong with that. So I have a picture of Zac Efron. We're gonna pull up Taylor Lautner, and then we will pull up Pennywise. Well, we have Pennywise. Oh, I mean, I could pull up an image of Pennywise himself. Uh, I have to pull up who's the other guy? Henry Cavill. Pennywise has abs. Like the character, the clown, Pennywise. That's the clown Pennywise. I think that... He be doing those dances. You know what? I don't... Yeah, I mean... We should just Google search Pennywise abs. Now that is an idea. That's a Google search. Pennywise abs. Oh. 
So the first thing that shows up are just ab workouts. It says videos of Pennywise abs. I'm going to go to images in a second, but it's all just abs workouts, which is not reassuring for sure. This is Pennywise's ab workout routine. So he's just going to be doing that dance for an hour. Okay, so if we... Oh. Well, that is something. Brother? That is Alexander Skarsgård with, like, Pennywise makeup on his face. It's just not right. I don't like that. That is Bill Skarsgård's slander right there. They didn't even use the right brother. They didn't use the right brother or the right Pennywise makeup. That's just regular clown makeup. Like, what is that? This is a joke. Who I, did? Need, I need to know who made this. I am looking, and it appears that there is no... It's an article from Penny Arcade. Oh, yeah. This is just an image. That's all it is. There's no article. It's just an image that was uploaded on September 10th. This came out... This image... Right after. Literally, this image came out four days after this movie came out. Four days. Yeah. I remember because it was on my birthday. Yes. I went to see it. But um, it came out four days after the movie. Somebody photoshopped the wrong scars guard with the wrong makeup. Why? Who is responsible? And it is now the, like, fifth result if you search Pennywise abs. Which feels wrong. But. Yeah. I mean, it seems like we're not going to find a picture of Pennywise with abs. That's a bummer. You know, it's just something I didn't need to see, I guess. Pick, Maybe something else. picture of Alexander Skarsgård that we saw? That's okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I keep pulling the image away, because now i got to give you comparisons. So, we have um, Zac Efron on Baywatch. Rough. It is rough. And I don't think I did a good job of, like fleshing out the idea of why I don't like these. I mean, I get it. It's gross and it's like too jacked. But it's like, if you look underneath the abs, his six pack is up way too high. And that leaves that leaves this part to have... What? Yeah, like his belly button down doesn't have any muscle because his abs are all like way up way too high. I'm just not sure that's real. I seen this movie and that'd be a lot of cgi for a beach movie so i i believe that this is real this is an image from that movie so i mean this is what it looked like and this is what he did in zach's defense he did say that he didn't like doing that and he doesn't want to do it again what he doesn't want to work out this hard okay yeah i mean i feel like he definitely had to work really hard for that it's not an easy thing to obtain. Bless him, but, you know. Also not. Also not. Yeah, well, because, like, I obviously respect it, and as somebody without abs myself, it's like, I'll take what I can get, and this is something that not many people can get. So, if you can, go for it, Zach, I suppose, but... Don't, be, don't beat yourself up in the meantime. Don't beat yourself it up. It would look a little bit better, more relaxed, you know? Yeah, just... Take it easy, Zach. Critique. Although I will tell you, his his chest and shoulder area is in tip-top shape. He's got, he's got an intense side muscle there. He's got an ab on the side. Do you want to know something gross? Is it? Oh, wait, are you talking about this muscle? Yes. Okay. That, yeah, that is nasty. This 
has a nasty name. This little line, the V line. Okay. I learned it from Rick and Morty, and I'm not happy about it. That's called a cum gutter. And it's, I don't like that I know that. What is it called again? I don't want to say it again. <laughs> cum gutter? Yeah. Cum gutter. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, oh, jeez, man. And he's got, like, he's got intense ones, is all I'm saying. He crushed that. This guy's got Come gutters. Jesus Christ. Oh God. Gutters of the year. Holy shit. <laughs> you should not have told me that word. <laughs> now I oh god. Okay. Um so we're gonna move on. <laughs> Moving on. Oh my god. Um so this is Table of Honor. Okay. This is Table of Honor. This is this is a clean look. Yeah. Like I appreciate this. Yep. This is it's easy on the eyes. Um, and, you know, yeah. how do you feel about it? I don't, I don't want to take away from your spotlight. You know, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better than, than Zac Efron in Baywatch, I'll tell you that. And, you know, no real complaints here. I will say that if you look up things on Bing, um, which I don't, normally I, I side with Google, however, my laptop just auto goes to Bing, and... When you hover over an image, it gives you a little blue dot at the focal point of the image. And it is, in fact, on being over his penis. So, that's good. They didn't get the agenda of this um, this podcast, apparently. No. And they didn't. Uh, I thought you could move it around, but no, I guess not. Um, and then, last but not least, we have Henry Cavill, who is the standing number one as of now. Okay, let's see. I can't wait to see number one. Um... I guess I should, yeah, Henry Cavill abs, what do we, what do we... Maybe say six-pack. Like, just hit. Appears. Oh, yes. So that's a good one. This is kind of where we focus on the most. This was his, this was his Superman look. And you say that's number one? Or, or the guests have ranked him number one? The guests have ranked him, I agreed, um, because I really... But where are they at? <laughs> Ooh, Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. I, um... Okay. That is... Is that a hot take? That is a hot take. Because that is obviously Bradley Cooper, so not Henry Cavill. Is that... other? So, what if... Okay. What if we look up his Superman six-pack? Okay. Because... Is that specifically? Oh. It's not that image. That is from the Count of Monte Cristo, I believe. Um, we are having a little bit of trouble. How is it so hard to find a picture of his abs? Type in Superman abs. Well, then we're just going to get a bunch of pictures of, like, shirt- shirtless comic book. Ah. You could type in shirtless. Superman. No, How about physique? How about physique? <laughs> Here we go. Okay. okay. So, this specific picture is the one that we were looking at. So that, you get more of it. And the reason that we kind of ended up ranking these number one is because Taylor Lautner's abs are like Zac Efron's abs are gross in that in Baywatch. Can, can we agree upon that? I think we can all agree. They're nasty. Um, Taylor Taylor, Taylor Lautner's are a little bit pretty boy, if you know what I mean. I would say soft pretty boy. Yes. Yes, and in from the from the group, we had decided that he. That Henry Cavill's abs were more like 
they they said strength more than the others. They said like they they said like this is this is these are the abs of a man with unrelenting power in him. As Superman should have. Yes. I would say those are some he he looks strong. I will say he looks strong. But as far as specifically the abs themselves go, mm-hmm. Taylor Lautner's number one for me. So this only applies to the top three, okay? But in the top three, now you are the only person who's had a top three okay. so far because you're episode three and we have three people. So because you're the only person that's done that has a top three, um, you can take one person in the top three and move them one spot. So it's not... so. Okay. So this is going to happen at the end of every episode from now on, audience. From now on, at the end of every episode, because we have a top three, after we rank, you can take one of the top three and switch their position by one. So you can't make number three number one, but you can make number two number one, and then number one becomes number two. Or you can make number three number two, and then if somebody else feels like that person should... Like, if you if you want your number three to be number one then you would change it to number two. And then if some a further guest agrees with you, then they'll also change number two to number one. So eventually, eventually anyone could be number one. And anyone can be in the top three. Got it. Um, because anybody can, anybody can change one person after. Like, they'll obviously rank where they want to go. And then, at, you know, and then you can change the top three. So, okay. in theory, anybody that we talk about, just regardless of where they rank now, can be number one. I can eventually be number one if enough people feel that way. Okay. So f- first we have to rank Bill Skarsgård. My guy, Bill. May I see him again? You may. Okay. I can, I, I can put him anywhere. You can put him anywhere. Because, he. yeah, you can put him anywhere. Well, I'm going to say two. You're going to put him at... Wait. I have to keep it... Okay. So, right now, it's currently Henry Cavill, okay. Taylor Lautner, okay. Zach Efron. So, if you you want to put him at three. So, he's behind... So, it's... So, now, I will agree with you. They're... So, you say they're better than Zach Efron, worse than Taylor Lautner. In my humble opinion. Okay. So, are you are we locking that in? We'll lock that in. I feel safe. Okay. So, Bill, well, what do you think it is about these that puts them above Taylor or above Zac Efron? I think anyone could go above Zac Efron at this point because I think that you might have found the worst, like hot guy abs that there are. I'm curious to see how future guests do feel about those abs. I'm interested to see as well. I hope it it gets enough hate. I think Zach deserves to know that he messed up. Deserves to feel beautiful because he is. But man, and I hope he doesn't hear this. I think, I think, I think I'm feeling bad for him. So you are dating a beautiful man, Jack. I sure am. And shout out to Jack. Shout out to Jack. We should get his abs on here, if I'm being honest. 
he is he has a very nice body. Jack, Jack, I don't want to be weird about it. You're a good looking man. Um, no, it's hard to see. It's not hard to see at all. And he's got a he he. When you want to talk about physique, you know. Yeah, and I personally, I would put him. I would put him on the list. I, I would put him on the list. Appreciate that. Um, I'm back. Yeah, I'll, I'll have you back to rank your boyfriend's abs. We'll put him on. But the reason that I bring that up is because um, if you were dressed up to go somewhere, yes, would you want like ob- obvious, obviously? If Jack, okay, so if Jack was dressed up to go somewhere, right, and obviously Jack is a very good-looking man, if he was dressed up to somewhere to go somewhere and he didn't look good, would you tell him? Would I tell him if he didn't look good? Yeah. To be honest, and not to be that girlfriend, but like he could never look bad. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of not being that girl, I would of course tell him like. So you know the reason I ask is because Zach Efron, nothing wrong with you, but it's basically like you got dressed. Like if dressing up is his workout and his, him going out is the movie Baywatch, uh-huh. like he dressed up and somebody should have told you that like your abs looked bad. It's it's basically like he has. All right, how about this? How about this? If Jack's going somewhere and he's got like he's got like a zit or like or like a booger or something, you would be like. Hey, by the way, before you go, okay. clean it up. Clean it up. You better clean that boogie. I'll do. You're. you're I was. I'm gonna do a bit as you. Yeah. And then I realized that me saying on the air, I'm gonna reach in there and get that boogie for you, would have been weird. So. But now. That, weird. So I'm glad you didn't say that. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad I didn't say in the context at the time. Because now that so so, now that everyone knows, well. Boogie. Now you said it, so it all works out. Or even. But yeah, so it's like, Zach, your abs were a boogie on your way to go to the club. Okay, so I'm a big believer in like, don't comment on anything that that person can't like change within or fix within like 30 seconds seconds, you know so would i say zach you know even though you worked for months on getting this body in shape for this iconic remake of baywatch you know they're they look like shit to be honest shit we should have told him all that work was for nothing because you still look bad but you know what I would never say that to you, Zach. You would never say it to Zach. However, if we look, like, somebody should have just told him to change his ab workout. Or to, like, take it easy or something. No, to be honest, though, whoever was in charge, like, his trainer. Because, I mean, it. I believe, and now I'm not a fitness guru, you know, he had to do specific workouts to engage specific muscles. Right. So I feel like... You know, this could have been prevented by a, by a proper workout. I agree. I agree. It, well, a fun... Something about biceps is that if you are doing curls and you do them wrong, your muscle, like your bicep, will grow too high. Like, if you don't fully... If you don't fully extend it all the way down and then lift up, your muscle's going to grow, like, up closer to your shoulder than it is, like, a full, like, muscle all the way down. 
I feel like something like that, like this is what his abs look like. It's like it's not the full length of what the muscle should be. It's like you did. It's like you did like half half crunches, and then it only developed the top part of your abs. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was more focused on those, you know, cum gutters. <laughs> I got him. Look, here's the thing: is that like I don't have, I don't have a problem with the rest of his look. Obviously, these cum gutters are intense, and like his weird like ab on his side is the weird. Side ab. Like no, he does have side abs. He does. Like honestly, cool. as somebody with a muffin top, I'd kill for this. So I think, I think that just his from his chest down is not so great. I would agree. But I think that is tre- especially at both, you know. Yeah. So, hear me out. Should we look at a picture of Zac Efron's abs on a normal day? So we can do that. Um, I will say that the pretty much like this. No, they. I will say that they don't get factored into the ranking. Okay, that's that's because, for sure. Because Zac Efron in Baywatch is specifically right. Who, who is on the list? Yes. Um, Zac Efron. Uh, Shout out to uh, a girl I went to high school with, Annie, who commented on... Shout out, Annie. Shout out, Annie, who commented on a Facebook post and said, hey, like, she's like, I don't love the the Zach slander. That's not his peak. That's not his best look. Okay. And I said, well, maybe, I get, you know, it was a little tease. I was like, well, maybe we'll have to bring him, we'll have to take another look at, it, okay. at him another time. Okay, then I don't want to spoil it. But we can definitely... You and, not spoil. You and I right now can definitely take a look at Zach Okay. Ephron. I just, like, just... Maybe to re- to help him redeem himself, because yeah, like I'm seeing, and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it. So the, I believe that this picture was after Baywatch. And look at that, normal. Right. This is this is a very muscular man. See, I rank this this version of him high. Exactly. It's right. it's just like you, when you go to when he he just went way too intense. Would say so. So, Zach, no slander, but maybe if, if shout out Annie, if you get a, a shot at redemption, um, you might rank higher. There, there might be, there might still be hope for you, if you will. And you know what? I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think we redeemed him a bit. I feel a little better. Because no Zach Efron slander, just Zach Efron abs in Baywatch slander. I will, I will believe that. Okay. You know? I, I I respect that, and I, I appreciate you bringing that to the table. Um, so now I will say the official ranking as of this moment is Henry Cavill, Taylor, Taylor Lautner, Bill Skarsgård, Zac Efron. So that is the official ranking, but as the top, as a guest post top three, you can switch any... You can move any person in the top three one position. So if you don't agree with the number one, which is Henry Cavill... You know what? I'm going to rank him number two. I'm going to switch Taylor Lautner and Henry Cavill. Because I, I, he's Henry Cavill, strong man, as it seems. Spider-Man, not an easy role to play. Superman. What did I say? Spider-Man. It's Tom Holland on this bitch. Tease. Little teasy for you. Um, so yes, I will say I will move that. I will move them. Okay. I feel strongly enough to do it. I'm gonna do it. 
Taylor Lautner, you're back on top, baby. He is back on top, which I think he'll be very pleased to hear. I think he will when he comes on. <laughs> on episode 52. We're, we're 50. As of the time that this comes out, we will be 49 weeks away from, 49? from me meeting Taylor Lautner and having him on. Um, so the official... Oh, what's up? Nothing. The official, official ranking is Taylor Lautner, number one. Number two, Henry Cavill. Number three, Bill Skarsgård. Number four, Zac Efron, Baywatch. That is correct. That is correct. Well, that was an incredible ranking. I do have one more thing for us before we wrap, wrap up. Do you feel prepared? I honestly know, knowing you, I'm, I don't feel prepared. I think you're going to come out with something spectacular. You have something under your sleeve, and I know it. Well, you're giving me a lot of credit. Um, okay. I'm not going too crazy with it. Okay. We're going to wrap it up with this. We're going to wrap it up. Does Pennywise want to be your friend or kill you? This is by Kitty Wise. Wise. Kitty Wise posted this. Thank you for the question, Kitty Wise. She says, Hi, I'm Kitty Wise, Pennywise's babe. Welcome to the show. First question, how do you feel about Penny? The options are, okay, I guess, ugly, wait, I'm hungry, eats arm, her, OMG, are we friend, you, um, I think, her, Eee! with a bunch of exclamation points they all have they all have responses so i guess there's if you say okay i guess she says okay then if you say ugly she says you take that back you monster and then we know the response for if you say wait i'm hungry and then eat her arm what was the first question uh the first question is how do you feel about penny and my options are okay um, i'm hungry okay i guess Ugly with an exclamation point, or wait, I'm hungry, and then you eat. Uh, I assume Kitty Wise's arm. Okay, I'll take a munch. You'll take a munch. <laughs> a tall clown walks in the room. Uh, you, hi, oh, him, I guess. Hi, I'm Pennywise, the dancing clown. You gotta say it better than that. I, Come on, let's hear it. I oh oh no, uh, I'm Pennywise the sick clown. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, well, first of all, this would be the moment I've been waiting for my whole life. Oh, I uh, <laughs> uh and then <laughs> Kitty. Oh, so this is Pennywise talking to Kitty Wise because Kitty Wise is interviewing us. Okay. So Pennywise just said, "I'm Pennywise the dancing clown." And Kitty Wise says, yes, babe, we all know you. Pennywise says, <laughs> Pennywise says, making sure. Okay, first question. Uh, her, Kitty Wise. Second question, babe. Pennywise. Okay, second question. Fave color. Kitty Wise hides. Is she shy? I guess. Kitty is shy. Um, XD. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am not jealous of Kitty Wise. That's not... And PPS, that is a lie. You're not jealous? I am jealous, very jealous. Right, right. PPS. Um, 
so he, uh, he Pennywise wants to know what is your favorite color. Is it blue? And Kitty Wise will say mine too. Red and Pennywise will say mine too. Or I'm not telling. And then Pennywise will say crying emoji my heart. And those are your options. I'm gonna have to go with red. Red. Mine too said Pennywise. After a little bit of wolf slut. After a little bit. A wolf slash human walks in. I didn't pre-read those questions. <laughs> Hi, Kitty. Hi, Pennywise. Oh, hello, person. I'm Wolfie, an old friend of Kitty's. A Wolfie. Kittywise says, want to play Truth or Dare with us? Wolfie says, Wolfie and, Pen and Pennywise say, sure. Now Kittywise is asking you, do you want to play? Definitely do. So I will say that the options are, sure. Or the other option is, no, fuck you, the clown, and your wolf friend. And then Wolfie says, my heart! And uh, Kitty, Kitty Wise says, asshole, you hurt my friend's heart. <laughs> so we're playing Truth or Dare with Pennywise. Love to play Truth or Dare with Pennywise. And Wolfie. And Wolfie and Kitty. That's D. Kitty, <laughs> Kitty Wise says, Penny, you first. Pennywise says, okay, ooh. Uh... Um, oh, okay. oh. <laughs> I can't. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, are you gonna do it? it? Says okay, Wolfie. Truth or dare? Go ahead and give it a try. Okay, Wolfie. Give it a try. Aww. First of all, bravo. <laughs> um. Uh, Wolfie says, dare. Pennywise says, I dare you to hug. Wolfie, oh. It doesn't get bad. It doesn't I, get dirty. No, it says, I dare you to hug uh, you. Okay. I dare you to hug. Uh, Pennywise? Pennywise dares Wolfie to hug you. Oh, I'm hugging Wolfie. And then Wolfie, Wolfie hugs you. Open. And then do you. Wolfie. Do you. It says, blushes. Uh. Wolfie says, don't you dare get the wrong idea. I have a boyfriend. Or do you say, ew, get off. Pushes Wolfie. Wolfie hides and whimpers. Kittywise, eyes turn red. You better say sorry before I rip you in half. And then you say, S -s sorry. And then Wolfie slowly comes out of hiding. Okay, Wolfie, I would never do that to you. I'm an open arms to hug you. So come here, you big old fluffy, fluffy Wolfie. I would never make my friends mad. Kittywise says, hey, I'm going to make dinner. You want to help? Yes or no? Um, do you say, sure, grin, and then you grin, and then Kittywise says, me, Kittywise says, okay then, and then you try to kill her, and she said, and she kicks you and says, what, fuck? Kittywise says, what the F is going on? Kittywise says, they, they tried to kill me. And then Pennywise says, last chance, kiddo, or you die. Or do you say, okay. And then you uh, help her. or And then you help with dinner. Um, and then she says, thanks. And then messes up your hair. <laughs> Listen, I'm not here for conflict. It's an honor to be in the presence of Pennywise and his babe and his wolfy friend. I'm gonna help out with dinner. Okay. What do we have? So Kitty Wise says thanks and then messes up your hair. 
And I, not, I don't mind. Not to set the scene, it is now nighttime. Kitty West says, well, it's getting later. We should go to bed. Um, I'll show you your room. I'm sleeping over. I guess. Do you say, I'll sleep by the door. And then Kitty West says, it's locked. Fuck. Or do you say, okay. And then Kitty West smiles. You know, I'm not sure why I'd sleep next to the door like a dog. <laughs> so I'm going to have to say, okay. Okay. And Kitty West smiles. Pennywise says, that's all for now. Pennywise says, please, heart. Wolfie says, comment your answer. And Kitty West says, please. So um, Kitty West says, this is my first one. I'm so sorry. It's not good. Do you say... Why is it do you say nope and then kitty west says uh okay then do you say i don't have an account and then uh kitty west hugs you or okay and then uh kitty west throws her arms up yay i would love to hear kitty west say yay so okay we will heart and like so i don't have to, i certainly don't have an account oh god well okay so now we have a result though which is in am i in in the does pennywise want to be your friend or kill you by kitty wise you and Pennywise are friends. Now, Pennywise does have something to say to you. No. To me? Yes. Pennywise says, you're kind, you eat kids, and I want to be your friend. You say okay. Of course. Kittywise uh, whispers and says, you hurt my boyfriend's heart, I'll kill you. You gulp in fear. Of course. Pennywise says... Friends, and then uh, that is how it ends. That's the end of your story. Pennywise says, mm, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta, because it's this is the last, this is the last bit of the podcast here, and I have to, I have to bring Pennywise to the table with him saying friends. Hold on, hold on, because." We, I'm going to pull up uh, Pennywise talking, and I'm going to play it into the microphone so we can hear it. And then try to replicate it. Yeah. Pennywise, hiya. Okay. Hiya, Georgie. That was pretty, we're off to a really good start here. Hiya, Georgie. What a nice boat. We want it back. Um, yes, please. Look like a nice boy. Kayla's eyes lit up at the sight. Ear to ear grinning right now. Ear to ear grinning, because we get to end off with seeing Pennywise. So Pennywise says... I lost the, I lost the quiz. Do you want to be friends? That was very good. Yes, Pennywise. I would dream of it every night. Let's hear it, Kit. The problem is, I think it's going to get too close to Yoda or, like, Cookie Monster. Perfectly fine. Oh. Do you want to be... Do you want to be... Friends? Friends? Friends. Do you want to be friends? Do you want to be friends? I got nothing. I do want to be... Ooh, that was worse. I got nothing. Oh, I think you're. I appreciate it. Um, I 
uh, comment below. If you're watching on YouTube, comment and let me know how it is, what I got to work on. Um, maybe I should get a... Uh, or you'll make skinny, penny, kitty-wise sad. Get closer and, and say, give me a clean one. Or you'll make kitty-wise sad. Was that weird? <laughs> that, oh, it's very weird, but that's why we did it. Um, XD. Kitty-wise, thank you for that quiz. Um, thank you, kitty-wise. Kayla-wise, thank you for being on episode three of Abs the Podcast. It was an absolute delight. It was a dream. I've been dreaming for this day, as as we know, for a while. And I'm, I'm very proud of you. I'd like to say on the podcast. Thank you. Shout out to this guy. Shout out to this podcast. Shout out to Kitty Wise. And I, all my thanks to you, Kip. Well, thank you for being on. I will certainly be having you back. Um, but before you go, you do get to, I know that you shouted out a bunch of things, but you do get one official genuine shout out of a person, place, or thing that you would like to shout out. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd again like to say shout out to, to Kitty Wise and that amazing poll she created. You did end up being friends with Pennywise. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Oh, also, um, this is your, I didn't even show you that you, you do get exclusive fan art of Pennywise being your friend. That's awesome. So, Kitty Wise, thank you for including the fan art. So, into Pennywise's eyes, you may, you may give your genuine shout out. Genuine shout out goes to, um. Person, place, or thing. Person, place, or thing. Uh, shout out goes to. Um, uh, first of all, uh, uh, <laughs> this is a good shout out so far. Shout out goes to, um, the movie It 2017. All right. Good shout out. I'm going to shout out that for, you know, creating a lot of good things. Shout out to Kip. Shout out to his dreams, making them come true. Shout out to Taylor Lautner. I can't wait to meet you in 48 weeks. Um, if I'm invited. That's good. I mean, if, if Taylor Lautner comes over, I'm coming over. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, shout out to Kip's cats. Shout out to um, the best abs of all. You know, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, Jack. That's a good shout out. That's a good shout out. That's a good shout out. Shout out, Jack. Um, that should have been number one, which it is in my heart, but... I would actually, this is a little, uh, sneak peek coming up. I would actually like to have both of you on at some point. I think that would be lovely. I, I think that'd be a bunch of fun. That'd be fun. You know? So, shout out to Kitty Wise, you know? Shout out to Kitty Wise. We will end with a Kitty Wise shout out. Uh, so, if you are looking for this podcast, obviously you've already found it, but if you're watching on YouTube, there are plenty of other places to watch it or to listen uh this podcast is available at spotify uh it's just abs the podcast on spotify abs the podcast on apple Podcasts, and google podcast is being weird but it's also there uh and then um if you want to swing over to the website for the official list of abs with pictures and a bunch of other stuff uh the website is abstopodcast.com and last but not least you can also support the show by going to patreon.com slash abs the podcast and you are also you will also have access to directly to me through the polls and stuff that are on Patreon. So if you want to support the show, that is the best way to do it. Once again, I would like to thank Kayla for being on the show. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you. I think it was a really good episode. And I will see all you guys right back here next week. <laughs>